The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. Episode 331 on this September 11, 2023. Tonight's show is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. And the SeatGeek app, use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today. Remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all the great articles and other podcasts, as a, such as the Crap Brew uh, Podcast, Crap Brew Sports Podcast, and the Corner Brew Podcast that are uh, available right there at uh, BellyUpSports.com. Thank you for making, making us a part of your day each and every day uh, here, wherever you get, get your podcasts. Uh, Dave. Summer it was a great weekend on the ball field. A lot of lots going on. Weather was fantastic here in Southern Alberta. Uh, there's one gripe that I have. We didn't have much of a mosquito season here in Lethbridge, Alberta, at all. From from what I from where I was here and there and everywhere. But uh, the one thing that's starting to drive me absolutely batshit crazy are the uh, fruit flies or no seams. You, you can't get rid of those little pricks. You, you don't spray for them. You don't know they're there. Um, you know, for whatever reason, bugs don't like biting me. I don't know why. They just hover, though. Like, just when they hover. They're just around, and you get them. I know what you mean. You're walking the dog, and then all of a sudden, you got one in your eyeball and shit like that. And that, 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 that stuff bothers me. But I'm okay with uh, the no mosquitoes because it's <laughs> – do you know what mosquitoes need? Water. Do you know what we didn't have this year in Southern Rain. Alberta? Rain. So, you know what, it's, you know, I guess every cloud has a silver lining and the silver lining for the lack of clouds was the lack of mosquitoes this season. And I dig yeah. on that. We're going to pay 19 bucks for a loaf of bread next year for no rain, but whatever. It's one of those things, I guess. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I, you know, that, I guess that saves us the money that we spent on off this year. Yeah. It's unbelievable. No, it's, it was a great weekend here. Like I, I was on the ball field uh, all day Friday or all day Saturday and uh, most of the day on Sunday. So I didn't get to tune into the uh, NFL games as much as I wanted to yesterday. So I was actually, I do enjoy the first, the first, the first week for overreaction and everything else, people freaking out what's going on. And I actually sat in the press box yesterday between the games I was at, at uh, Lloyd Nolan yard. And there's a sitting with a bunch of the kids and I was quite surprised. Like, I shouldn't say they're kids. I mean, they are to, compared to me and you 18 to 22 years old, but ball players. And a lot of them were talking about their fantasy teams and they're, they're following NFL football. And I was, I, I, I got to admit because they're baseball guys, I was quite shocked at the interest that, and it wasn't fake interest. There was some that were fake interest, but there was four or five guys that were sitting there that they they knew what they were talking about. I get that NFL is king, and it's you know uh, I talk about it all the time uh, how it's just the single best sport because it's the most fun thing to watch. On it translates to TV probably better than any other game, and it's one day a week. Obviously, you're, you're one game Thursday, you're one game on Monday, but one game a week you pay attention and you can you can get a pretty good handle on what's going down, and it's it's a great sport to watch. 
we'll, we'll disagree on that one to disagree. But anyways, uh, the uh, I don't like we're not getting into a whole bunch on this because the, the the report isn't there. But the Aaron Rodgers era in the in New York City, <laughs> the, the, the New York Jets, it came to a crashing halt in the first quarter. Four plays, zero for one. Out with the uh, who knows what it is. Friend of the show, uh, Brian Scott, from the Injured List podcast. Uh, I asked him what it was. He thought he thought it was an Achilles the way he went down. And most of the time, Brian is quite uh, correct with it. Is another guy thought it was maybe a high ankle sprain, but uh, not a good look. Not a good start for all the hoo ha that we talked about. Aaron Rodgers uh, back in Jesus, back in in February, March, April, May, and then now. Four snaps in the Aaron Rodgers era might be, uh, I wouldn't say over, but she might be over already. What a total Jets thing. I, I feel Jets so bad for Jet. Jets fans. I got a buddy that's a Jets fan. I was talking to you about it before we started recording. I sent you the text conversation because I knew he had a thing with his kid that he couldn't watch the game live. And it's so, like I asked him. He goes, uh, what, whatever it was. Are you watching yet? Just started. Don't tell me anything. Okay. He goes something with Aaron, with Rogers, right? I go silence. And then ten minutes later, he goes, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" It's like unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like, like, like I said, like I said, all, all the hoo ha and all the all the crap that we talked about on every it was every sports show, it was every podcast, it was everywhere throughout February, March, April, and then he finally signed. I can't remember what month it was. Who cares? It doesn't much matter. And then, and then three minutes in, it actually might be over. One drive, like if that's an, if that's an Achilles, if that's a high ankle sprain, that's an Achilles. He's gone for the year. If that's a high ankle sprain, he's he might be gone for three weeks. He might be gone for twelve weeks. Best it's, case scenario is broken, really. But it's but it's not the like I like according to Twitter, like it's not broken. So the X rays were negative or whatever. The ne- yeah. X rays were negative, but then you know if he get like at the end of the day, if he can't play, he can't play. And it's, and it's just it's just so fucking jets. It's just so jets, and I love it. I feel a little bit bad for my buddy, and but I but I love the misfortune of teams I don't care for. What I like about it is that, and I don't you don't want to see anybody get hurt. You don't want to see a, a fan lose their lose faith in their team the the three minutes into their season, I guess. But what I find so in uh enlightening for me is that all the who hob about Aaron Rodgers, and you know what that's karma man that's karma if it if the way it all works out that that's karma I'm not playing here anymore I'm the greatest look at me ha- holding two heat teams hostage on and on it goes and all the everything else that that is absolute karma and I feel bad for for jet like I, I feel bad for Jets fans because you don't want to see it a, 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 the the the, the hopes and dreams of your franchise gone three minutes into your seat your season. But that's karma, man. When you're a dickhead, dickhead things happen. I, I hear what you're saying. And you know, we, I might've worded that wrong, but you know, what I'm getting that. No, but we use that all the time. Karma, karma, karma. Then how come 
the the shit stains beat the holy shit out of the the Cincinnati Bengals yesterday. Well, we'll get to that in half a second too. I'm glad you brought that up. We'll get to that when we because get to our, that would our, be a calmer thing. Like you know, a little breakdown here. But uh, well, uh, yesterday, like last, like I said yesterday, I didn't get to watch a bunch of uh, of uh, NFL games. I was out uh, in the baseball field, so I was uh, kind of in and out of of uh, what was happening. But I got home. Had mom over for dinner last night. Had TV on, watching the Giants game, Giants and Cowboys game. Oh Christ! And uh, I wouldn't call that a game, Dave. I'm gonna go like we're not a stats podcast, but, but by any means. But I was listening to ESPN Radio out of New York today, the Michael K Show. A team that lost by 40 points or worse lost the sack total by seven or worse, turnovers by three or worse block field goals for a touchdown and a uh, pick six for a touchdown has never happened to a team in an entire season in NFL history. And the New York giants did all of those things in last night's game. It was remarkable. Like, so I'm in my fantasy pool and like, you know, everybody has a defense you know, and you get X number of points per sack and you get the, the, the turnover and then the defeat defensive touchdown and you get points for a shutout normal. If you, you're happy when you see 15 points from your defense, yeah, you're happy. The Dallas defense in my fucking fantasy scored 55 points last night, 55 points more than Joey Burrow got. It's more than like, it might be the single highest point total in the league. I know Tyreek Hill had a great day. I know some, a couple other people had a great day, but the Dallas, I've never seen a defense score more than 30 before in 10 years of playing fantasy football. Dallas Cowboy defense had 55 points last night. Like it's what an those, absolute shit show. That, uh, I was, I was kind of watching, like I, I actually was sitting from my back to TV to, so I make sure I wasn't watching TV, having dinner with mom and Deanne last night and I did it on purpose and you heard like this, I had the volume down and up, but I turned my head like, oh, another touchdown, another touchdown. It was like 28 to nothing at the first quarter or whatever it was. It was unbelievable. It was ridiculously gross. And here's the thing. I had Daniel Jones. Old Danny Dimes was my starting quarterback for the Danny ain't worth a dime because he got 40 million of them, though. Well, I I hope he's cashing those checks because there might be a stop payment on him if he keeps doing this kind of fucking shit. Man, that's unbelievable. Like, the way that turned out, like I said, those stats, like, those stats are, that didn't, that's never happened to a a team in an entire season before. At home! And an entire season, and that happened right. in one night. One and most, and most of it in the first half. It was awful. I had my mother over for supper as well, so I didn't even really turn it on. Um, I and then I turned it on after we were done supper, and I just to see the score, and I turned it right fucking off. Like you're kidding me. And then I grabbed my phone and looked at some stats. It's like Jesus, like. Sometimes it ain't your day, and and it ain't your day tonight for the New York Giants. Yeah. Like, after but, mom left, or like after got, dinner got done, we had dessert and BS a little bit, and the answers want to watch the rest of the game. So not, it's 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 fifty eight thousand to nothing right now. Like it's it might as well have been USC Stanford kind of deal. Like it was it was I I couldn't believe the beatdown that happened. And neither and, me. And what's crazy about that, David? And like the the thing about uh, about about football more than the other sports is you know who your opponent is. Uh, and and you you can prepare for your opponent for quite some time, and 
to get beat that bad says a lot about your coaching staff and your team construction to get beat that bad on opening night. Yes, mistakes happen and on and on and on. But man, oh man, like it's it that ain't a good look for, for the Giants. I know it's one game. I I get it. I get it. It's one game, but you know what? One game can turn into two pretty quick, and then two can turn into six. Right, because at some point there, like the pride factor didn't kick in. Because you know, as 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 some teams are so much better than other teams, um, there is such a small degree of separation from the best player in the NFL to the shittiest player at the NFL, and there's a lot of players in between. I don't care. I don't care how good the team is across the field from you. At some point, pride kicks in, and then you just make it happen. Like you, like yeah. the the. Like, I don't know, like, I'm not condoning this or anything, but there should have been personal foul penalties all Something. second half. show you care. Like, show you care because, like, holy fucking shit. No team, no team in the NFL is that much better than another team. And I, like I said, I get it. Sometimes it's not your night. But you can't have 50 guys not having a night all in the exact same night. It's, it's your home opener. It's Sunday night football. The entire nation is watching. And, you know, players talk about that. When you're a Sunday night game or a Monday night game, they get jacked for it because well, everybody's watching. Your peers are watching. You You know, I, I've I've never, ever thought, and this is doesn't mean a, a hail of beans of anything, but I've never thought of, of uh, New York City and New Jersey where they actually play. I've never thought of that city as a football town. I, I To me, that New York, New York is the Mets. The Yankees and the and the the Rangers, and then and and then the Islanders. This is to me. This is just Brent from Southern Alberta, fifty year old guy, whatever. Because then you go back to the Islander days, back when we were kids, Dave. I've never thought as uh, New York City is a football town, and uh, they're getting stomped again tonight, and they're getting they got stomped last night. It's just like yeah, they won some Super Bowls, but the Jets haven't been relevant really in how long? Ever? Like you know the in last time. Well, the, the no, most like the, you know, I, you know, you know, I don't want Jets. Champion, Red champion Savage, game. Uh, yeah. he, he wore that jacket, the Jets jacket, <laughs> in fucking Wonder Years. You know, that's not entirely true. Like the, the Rex Ryan years when he was coaching the Jets, um, they played an AFC Championship game with uh, Dirty Sanchez, and and then it went downhill from there. That was like they played in an AFC Championship game. So you know. <laughs> that's it you know good for you good for you it's 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 a curse franchise i don't know why because you know the giants back in the like manning days they get a sniff and they take they take home the ring right they 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 lick the jar and then they take it home the with, jets with, with without without uh what was it tired who was the uh the catch on, on top of his, uh, his helmet back in 2000 uh tyreek david tyreek David Tyree. David Tyree. Without yeah. that, they don't win. Right? The most, I think, like, in, and I'll say it to the day I died. It's one of the most remarkable plays in NFL history. It's the biggest game changer in NFL history. Eli Manning escaped a sack, buffed it downfield. Manning goes down. New England wins. Simple. Bingo. Yeah. And then that catch trapping against your helmet with, uh, I think, I think it was Rodney Harrison reaching on his arm. That David Tyree showed uh, 
superhuman strength to be able to pin it to his helmet because he had a, a mean motherfucker trying to pull that ball off. No, and, it's crazy and the way that it's New amazing. York football just doesn't, uh, it, it, like I said, it, it's, it's, I mean, there's obviously there's how many million of people, millions of people in New York City and New Jersey and everything else. So they obviously there's a, but the the <laughs> I don't think there's a deep historic past of uh, New York football, and they're doing it did it last night. Now they're doing it again tonight. Like just maybe well, they should that, maybe they shouldn't have built the stadium where where, where uh, Gotti was buried. Not well, Gotti. no, 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 no. That was the previous one. That was Giant Stadium. This stadium is in uh, New Jersey. So the only team that actually plays in the state of New York is the Buffalo Bills. That's the, very true. Yeah. The Jets and Giants play in New Jersey. And then so maybe that's part of the jinx. Another thing so, I uh, got caught on last night, and I, I noticed that the kids is the Bears and the Packers, long story to history in the NFC North. And uh, you had uh, forever and ever for the last 30 years, basically, the uh, the Packers have owned the uh the chicago bears and uh you think that it would be over no matter what now that aaron Rodgers, because you had brett Favre there for 20 for how many years he was there and then rogers there for how many years was there and so maybe the bears fans would think that maybe it's over but uh nope nope didn't happen jordan loves better than justin fields <laughs> jordan and loves better than justin, on, than uh, justin fields he took big strides this year. He's going to make it. Yeah, everybody last and, year, because my my, yeah. my brother in law, he's a he's a big 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 brown uh, Bears fan. I, and I, There's yeah, Bears he's play, fans he's everywhere. playing pretty good. He's playing yeah. pretty good. I thought. And then you go, oh, maybe he's not that good. Oh shit, he's not that good. Oh yeah, he got stomped yesterday. Like for a guy who hasn't like like, like Love hasn't played a snap in three years, basically two, two and a half. Whatever, like well, a couple games, a little, a little here and there, a little mop up yeah. time. And yeah. he was much better yesterday from the highlights I watched. I watched a lot of a lot of stuff today. He was much better than Fields. Like, but the yeah. fucking the bit like another great big city, Chicago team stinks. Team stinks, but they love their team. You know that kid. That kid's. It's funny how Chicago is like that. Aside from the Bulls, right? You just gift your your franchise, your your fan base one championship, and then they'll love you forever. Like the Dicka Bear Dicka, that like that those Saturday Night Live skits were so hilarious with uh, Dicka yeah. and the Bear. Because that was what '84. Every, every you, could, you, you could always tell if there's someone over the age of 45 in a football pool yeah. because someone's named the Bears. The Bears. The D A Bears, and, and it's it's tired and it's played and it's not good because you know what, the Bears ain't good. They haven't been even relevant since Jay Cutler, which they ran out of fucking town. He's been their best quarterback in the past. Honestly, if Jay Cutler makes you relevant, you're in trouble. 50 years. He he was a better quarterback than uh, Jim McMahon. I don't ever know. Like he's better than Rex Grossman who got him to a Super Bowl. That was, I like Jim McMahon, the Super Bowl shuffle days. I liked him with the headbands, well, and the, the things he put on, on his, the writing. He I mean, that, that's so, much I know about it, but yeah. Yeah. But he was so mid and, you know, and I can, then it was, uh, it was an elite level defense uh, coached by uh, buddy Ryan. Are Chicago in uh, this, is uh, this just came to my head. Are Chicago and New York actually right now irrelevant sports towns? Um, well, I guess the Bulls and Knicks made a little bit of noise, and the uh, Rangers aren't terrible. 
Yankees stink, as, Mets stink. As far Islanders as ba- stink. Yeah, as far as baseball, so they have two baseball teams and they have two... Uh, uh, stink. Each team the football has, teams has aren't two. very good. Chicago. The football teams suck. Chicago, the, the Mets or, or the Cubs are probably going to make the playoffs. The, the, the White Sox absolutely stink. The Bulls and whatever. And then you have... Uh, the Mets and Yankees are ass. Like... Those are two of the two of the biggest cities in in in, in the country, and they're rather ir- irrelevant when it comes to the big sports scene. Really, Com- completely right. You know, Chicago had their run. Uh, the Blackhawks the Black back Hawks, in t- ten, right? Ten, thirteen, and fifteen, or whatever it was. I can't remember what. The, they, they and before that, between like I'll, I'll I'll say the three major cities in the U.S. as far as sports and you know kind of cool U.S. cities. Is is New York and Boston and Chicago? Um, they've all they've all had their moment. New York's been the longest without a moment, though, right now, um, because the Blackhawks were so dominant. Yeah. The Cubs got their one. Um, New York hasn't done jack. Even shit. the White Sox got theirs in two thousand and eight. Early with Ozzie Guillen. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was a bit ago, but. You know, it was. I, I think that was even before the uh, the Blackhawks were winning theirs, and the Blackhawks got so eight, three. It would have been eight, eight, seven or eight because yeah. the, the Hawks was in two thousand ten when they got the first one. Oh, okay, yeah, so that makes sense. Yeah, so they they and uh, they've all had a bit of a run here, but you know that uh, New York City has been the one lacking right now. They like since the the Jeter years, they haven't done sweet fuck all. The uh, Mets uh, have done sweet fuck all. A couple from Manning. That's you laugh in. at those, uh, like you laugh at that those kids. Like fucking fuck Boston. I watched Winning Time last night. It's, it's, you got to watch it, David. It's fantastic. I, I started watching. I, I watched. Mean, it's the it's first fantastic. One they were time. they were yeah, talking yeah, last yeah. night about the, the, when the Lakers and Boston are going to play each other in the eighty three, the eighty three playoffs there, and, uh, and and fuck fuck Boston and beat LA. It's so fantastic. Like it's so great. But yeah, like the, the, you see kids who are bragging about on their, their Instagram or this, and then they put them up on the, on the screen, whatever sports show you're watching there. I've been to 19 parades in my, what well, fuck off you little prick, not 19, yeah. but you know what I mean? Yeah. You don't know any different. And like, talk to me when you're 55 and your owner turns in like when, whatever, like, just like, you know, there's here, here, here's cowboy fan, right? Because they were they this was you twenty years ago, right? Only five years removed from four and five years or whatever the, the fuck uh, those two guys did. The the cowboy is was yesterday's game. The Cowboys were are, are, are aren't bad, or and and the the Giants are bad, or is it the Cowboys are really good and the Giants are bad, or is it a combination of two, or what is it? It's it's Cowboys had a day and the Giants didn't. Like you can't make any kind of. Um, on day one, it's it's tough. You can't do anything, but you know what? I will say this: that's a d- d- division. Uh, day one, fuck Russell Wilson. Fuck Russell Wilson. I was going to get to him at the end Jesus of the segment. Jesus fucking Christ, Russ! You got a coach, and like I, I saw open receivers all fucking day. I I think Jared and uh, Jim. Um, you're right, Russ is cooked. Unless he pulls his fucking head out of his ass right fucking quick, you don't lose a home opener to uh, a shitty team to gorgeous Jim. I get it; he's really cute, but you can't lose. I told you. you I told you that they're over the Raiders. Look out for the Raiders. Fuck that! They're not that good. 
this is all on rust. And then we lost the game because like it should have gone on overtime because our kicker missed uh, an extra point. That shit happens. I'm not going to lay the whole thing on him. Do you like this the, one, uh, do you like the onside uh, kick to start the game? No, that's ridiculous. I understand how it might. That is such a, I look at me, look at me. I'm the new coach of the, of the Denver Broncos. That's going to be right. his legacy. The every, that, that's going to be all, for for the three or four years that he's there, that's what's going to be for for you, Dave. I'm sorry to say, but that guy is a fucking arrogant prick. Oh no, but I I am okay with an arrogant prick being a head coach. You need but to be when, an arrogant no, prick. he's a dickhead. No, fuck that. No, because he did it. Um, that was his trademark. That uh, New Orleans, uh, he did that at uh, halftime against the Niners with the Kaepernick team. He uh, opened the second half with an onside kick, and they recovered it. So it's his brand, and I don't mind ballsy. That's ballsy. I think he did the Super Bowl that year, yeah, 2007. He was, for was sure it? did it on the – yeah, the, the yeah. Super Bowl uh, where the lights went out. I think it was Beyonce who was the halftime show. And she there was like a, they, the, they had a pretty good player by the name of Reggie Bush on that team there. That's why they won. Oh, fuck Reggie Bush. <laughs> <laughs> he had a career, and he got his ring. He was an exciting player, but he wasn't – Reggie's a good player. player. That motherfucker could return a punt. Reggie could play. Reggie could play. Uh, the last one, uh, San Francisco looked good yesterday. Uh, they beat down the the, Matt, the fan of the Vans, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers yesterday. It wasn't close early, and uh, Big Cock Brock they continues, his winning, yeah. continues his winning ways. Uh, man, oh, man. San, once again, San Fran bad or San Fran good? Pittsburgh bad, a combination of two, or what do you think about that one? Well, I can't talk too much because uh, these are friends of ours, Dave from Lovell and uh, Jim from the fan, uh, Jim fan in the van. Both of you guys picked Pittsburgh to, to win it all, and I thought Pittsburgh was going to be better. I did think Pittsburgh was going to be better. Game one jitters. Um, they Pittsburgh was at home though to get to get fucking ass fucked in front of your home crowd is a tough look on day one, and that's tough, right? It's tough to get beat up in front of your home crowd on day one. So we'll see. We'll see. I think Tomlin's one of the best coaches in the year. He made uh Roethlisberger into a decent quarterback. So I, I think he could do something with Pickens and Pickett. Um, TJ Watt is a player, but uh, Stan Fran's dangerous. They look, they look, they look really good. They look Jim, really good. Uh, Jim got tickets from somebody for the Yankee game yesterday and it was raining and he sat over in, at the, the dugout bar across from uh, Yankee Stadium having a couple of drinks, watching the game before the, uh, he was sending me stuff on, on Twitter and Instagram or whatever it was. And uh, he was sitting at the, the, the dugout bar across the Yankee Stadium. There's a, there's a, uh, a Taco Bell inside it. <laughs> it's fantastic. Actually, I, 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 like post game, it's fantastic. You got you, you got a bit of a growl on, yeah. So Jim sat in there watching the because it was raining at the, at the stadium. So he didn't go. He watched the, the the Steelers game, and I think he kind of regrets going to either of those games because the Yankees. Well, they ended up winning yesterday. They got no hit through through ten, I think, yesterday. But yeah, no, it was interesting. Like a, a lot of players didn't live up to their expectations. It's 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 week one. So it's overreaction Monday, no matter what. 
in the NFL. Same as Major League Baseball. Every freaks out after the first three game series of, of the Major League Baseball season. But yeah, it's uh, it's funny to watch it that the, some teams are, are are who you think they are, and some teams are who uh, they overachieve. But in general, you could you could pick it apart yesterday, Dave. That like like there's fan base like you know no we're not very good. We're just not. <laughs> I think in football more than any other sport, especially because um, every single game, yeah, means so much. I think continuity is such a huge thing, and like um, the more players and staff that you have from the year previous, just helps so much. Which which stands to reason why Dallas had such a good good opening game, which is why San Fran had such a good opening game. But to explain why. the giants had like stepped on their dick all over the place. Like, you know, it's, there's no excuses. There's continuity there. They got that Daniel Jones got paid and, and playoff team last year, right? Yeah. It's, and they were playoff. Team I think they won a game, year. a playoff game last year too. Right. So it's, it's same with the, the Steelers were supposed to take a step forward. Right. And, and who know that? And, and same with the Bengals. I have T Higgins on my team. Like, Goodness, the OJ White Broncos oh. are in trouble. I might be buying supper for twelve guys next year. The uh, we'll get into it a little bit later. Actually, we'll do it right now. Um, I find it a little bit fitting. I, I'm not. I don't, I'm not. I don't give a shit. I, I could care less who wins the fucking Super Bowl, who does this and that. But it it, it always makes me laugh when these guys get these contracts. And I, I fucking I hate talking. Actually, I love talking contracts. When these guys get their contracts that are so heavy, they can't fucking play football anymore because the wallets are so heavy. And then they stub their dick on the first day. Like, it, it, I I love the fact that Burroughs, like, it, yeah, it was raining and it was shitty and everything else and like, whatever. But for him to sign that contract, I think on Thursday night or Friday morning where it was, and then go in there and completely stub his dick, I kind of love it because you know what? Same, same. Cool it. Cool it, man. Sign that contract earlier on. Do something earlier on. Don't make yourself center of attention right before opening day. Because the opening day for, for your football team or for your baseball team or hockey team is for everybody. It's not about you, you cocksucker. And I have a little bit of a, a not a hate on, but a dislike on for, for, for Joe Burrow right now for doing that on opening day E for his football team. And it, it's it's a it's a bad look. It's a me, me fucking look for that guy. It's a bad look, in my opinion. Um, you know, take it easy, tap the brakes on that. You know, like the contract negotiation, he, he was going to get it regardless. So why do it then? I, but that's not up to him yeah, to it announce it, right? Like, you know, it is not, it's up to the, 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 the team that strokes a check. So this might've been, uh, this might've been worked out like three, four weeks earlier. Like I don't, I don't know that, but like it's up to the team to announce it. Like that's they're the, they're the ones signing the check. It's going to leak, and and then if you don't want it to leak the day before opening day, then like fucking settle it in second week of training camp. You know that that's the thing about the Bengals. I can't stand them as a franchise. It's a trash trash franchise. Joe Burrow is fucking tits. I love that guy. He can he can coach my team. I kind of well, want to. Better, you better him. average more than eighty two yards a fucking uh, uh, a game from here on in. Don't matter to him, no mo. Two fifty or whatever guaranteed. He's gonna do okay. Like he'll yeah fifty two and a half over five years. I think he got. Yeah, he'll sleep just just fine on his. And that's the problem. Like, and I 
I don't want to talk. I don't. Want, no, I, 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 just, I, I hear what you're saying, but like I this just think Joe Burrow. I just think that this one is on him because you're your media team, and you could go with your team. I think it's better for for the rest of your of your team because to to not announce these things the day before it's everybody else's first day too. But then, I, that, like, how, how is how is that Joe Burrow's fault then? Like, what, it's like not, so not his once fault. It, it's not his fault. Like so, so then, like so, the team should have came to terms with that two weeks earlier, or or like you know, you sign it. Okay, let's wait two weeks. No, I, Dave, I, that's what I, I don't. I don't like, know the ins and outs, neither do you. I don't. I don't know. But what yeah. I'm saying is, if is if I was Joe Burrow, why not do it tonight? Why not do it too? But but it's not up to Joe Burrow, is what I'm saying. Uh, there's got to there's a partnership. No, there, someone, someone, the highest paid player out. in fucking football history doesn't have a say when the contract demands go out. But it no no it leaks. It's gonna leak once ink reaches paper. So you're saying he said, okay, we're all cool. Um, I'm not gonna sign this until Tuesday. Right? Is that what you're saying? He should say. Uh, but I, I then, don't think but it'd be then, a bad idea. No, but then it's going to get out. Uh, rumors, rumors out. Well, I, know, I know what you're Burrow. saying. I, I don't think it would be a bad idea for him to not, not, I don't say ruin some some rookie guy's opening day, his first time ever making fucking five five hundred grand, whatever. But you know what I'm getting at? Like it's just time and a place, man. And then, and then when he pulls up a stinker, yeah, it was raining, it was shitty and everything else, and their offensive line still stinks like they did last year, and he's lucky to be, survive last season. There's a time and a place, and because you're, you're going to be a star forever, you're going to be rich beyond belief. There's kids that played that game yesterday that won't see the end of the year. They won't. So I think it was a shithead move that that got let out when it did. That, that's my opinion. That's blame it. the Bengals. The Bengals are a trash organization. Don't you? Don't blame Joe Cool. That guy. Everything that guy fucking. He probably shits cool. There's no fucking way he was the one that orchestrated the this the the timing and signing of that contract. The agent just came to him. Like the the, the fucking shitheads have have decided. You're telling me that 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 deal wasn't fucking signed before, just the seconds after Herbert got his deal done. Yeah, that's exactly what I'm telling you because otherwise you're you would have heard about wrong, it. You're fucking wrong, man. You're no. wrong. The second no. Herbert's deal was done, Burrow's deal was done minutes afterwards. Well, then then, then we would have heard about it because there ain't no fucking way that, that the word doesn't get out by PFT or ESPN or Pat McAfee. Or someone else. Pat McAfee can't get past our, his our, fucking our, tank tops. He's um, a fucking idiot. Adam Schefter. Those I like guys, Schefter. But, but those guys, though, they got fucking moles everywhere in all every single organization. So if you think if you think that they can keep that secret for 10 days, you're the fool. Oh, I'm a fool. Yeah. There's so no way around that. On I, mean, that I talk to you three I mean, times a week well, doing this yeah, like, bullshit, yeah, whatever so it is. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> so we're so agreed I, on that. I, I just think it's, I just no think it's a bad. I think it's a bad look for the rest of the franchise or for the rest of the team. I, I do. Like, Blame the Bengals. They should have signed that fucking thing. Two there's days no, after Dave, there's no way that the face of the franchise, the highest paid player in NFL history, doesn't have some say when that goes out. There's for no sure. way. Yes, there is. Like he has no choice. He has no choice. 
Well, the, because, the, the, once again, the, then once again, that's karma. That's karma. Well, that's, karma's, it, well, karma's kicking these quarterbacks in the ass. That's not on the quarterback. That's on the franchise. That's on the Bengals. Sign that fucking deal. I hope that Joe Herbert's Burrow in. averages 82 points or 82 yards a fucking uh, a week, just like he got yesterday for the rest oh, of the season. Oh, no. Don't be smirch, uh, Joe Joe Cool. Be smirch. So now I have two teams I hate. I'm going to I'm gonna whittle as the season progresses. I have two teams that I hope lose. Fuck the Chiefs and fuck the Bengals. All right. We'll add one to every. Uh, I'm going to Every week. For seven, well, just give me a second. 17 more, my six, book. Okay. 16 more weeks or whatever it is. Okay. So we're A, we're, fuck Chiefs. Fuck the Chiefs. Now fuck the Bengals. Fuck list. I'm just Brent's calling it fuck, fuck list. list. And fuck then the now it's the, the Bengals. Yeah. And I'm on board with both of those two. Done. Fuck See, these simple. teams. And yeah, it, well, it, it, it don't take much for me to say, you know what? Done with you and done with you and done with you. That's yeah, it. well, we'll find out. Like, coming you know, up, people are gonna... with our show. <laughs> 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 yeah, I click whatever. Click no. ah, those guys, but uh, are they still talking. Yeah. <laughs> Alexa, play fourteen twenty sports podcast for about this long. Yeah. Yes. Anyways, no, it's uh, it's, it's an interesting day. Like, a lot's happening. Like, to attack the old the, the, the tour quarterback. Had a great, great day yesterday. It's, 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 it's interesting. It really is. It's, it's, uh, there's storylines, you know, and that's the NFL. And now we get to talk about it for a week. I don't know who's playing on Thursday, but there's going to be shit going on there. Yeah, and, and we'll see what happens. Now, the, the NFL is going to own the news cycle again for a week because we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers. Is, is it a sprain? Is it a high ankle sprain? Is it an Achilles? Whatever. But, you know, he better fucking load up on some ayahuasca and 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 uh, talk to Dr. Joe Rogan and see what he has to do to get He's back. He's already this. back in Wisconsin, like going back to the old trainers back in fucking <laughs> private fucking bird. And they're I telling him, hey, you, hey, you get fucked, right? Like, you know, you go to your medicine man yeah. in your in your sweat lodge, you know, sweat that. Poor fucking New York sports franchises, sport football teams, everything else. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four viewers sports talking a whole lot more. This thing was brought to you by SeatGeek.com and SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase. Fuck the Chiefs and fuck the Bengals. Fuck them both. There we go. We're agreeing on something for once, Dave. I like agreeing on fucking Chiefs and Bengals. Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Use uh, promo code 1420POD at CalderaLab.com and save yourself 20 
20% on their all natural men's skincare products to keep those fine lines and wrinkles away from your mug. Uh, now we're into the uh, the fall season, Dave. Uh, before we get going here, Dave, uh, congrats to friend of the show, Tom Big Nasty O'Connor with his big win at Unified uh, MMA 52 third round tape TKO on Friday night in uh, in Calgary. He uh, didn't have a mark on his face. The other guy didn't look so good. Tom uh, went and did his, did his monkey business in there. So congrats to Tom, friend of the show, been here on, with us a couple of times. Love to have him on in the next uh, couple of weeks and talk about the uh, the big fight there, Tom. Good for a you. good kid. I, I, I love that guy. Yeah, same, same. He's always like he ha- he exudes so much energy. His uh, his passion for for life is so it's it's cool. Like he loves what he does. He uh, this is a hobby. <laughs> the day I start getting punched in the face as a hobby is going to be uh, a new one for me. But good for you, Tom. I'm proud for you. I hope you had a good burger after that fight, man. Yeah, he's talking like they're they're talking that he's uh, making the next step to uh, the big boys. Like it's it's moving up to the uh, the uh, the stuff, right? So I don't want to fuck Dana White, the, uh, fuck the UFC. Well, but he's, but it's what the money is, right? So UFC, so he might might be up in that, and who knows? And yeah, like I said, like I, said, I hope Tom had a a great burger after his uh, fight on uh, on Friday night there up in Calgary, Alberta. Dave, uh, I was uh, I'm a I'm a big I'm more of a college guy than I am a, a, a NFL guy as you. You know, I watched the uh, USC Trojans put up 49 points in the first half on uh, Saturday night. That I uh, I called her a night on because uh, the game was over. But uh, earlier on that night, when I got back to, from the ballpark, uh, watched the uh, the uh, Alabama Texas game, and I actually picked Texas to win that game. I'm not. I'm not. It's actually out there in the airwaves. I picked te- Texas to win that, that that football game outright. And I was so excited the way that the game was rolling and Texas was going, and, and it hasn't happened since 1982, I think, last time that Texas has has had one in Tuscaloosa, Alabama. Uh, I tell you what, as a kid, which which, which those those football players are in college, that's got to be one fulfilling feeling when you shove it up the ass of the home team on the road in a, in a big moment like that on CBS and national television, la da 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 and you got 80, 90, 100,000 people wishing you, you are knowing or thinking you're going to um, lose a football game and you shove it up their ass and you win that one, you can walk off the field and uh, flex your muscle a little bit. That's got to be quite the feeling. We talked about that on the uh... – uh, last week about the little league world series, about that kid hitting the home run, those guys on Texas, the Longhorns are going to remember that moment forever, whether they have a pro football career or not, no matter what happens, whether you're a freshman, whether you're a senior, you walked in to Alabama and beat a higher ranked Alabama team. So on there were three. And I think, I think Texas was 12 or 11 or 12. Yeah. Yeah, like that's that's something because you know it's like you know Bama's Bama. It's it's they've won. I, I don't even know what what they win five of the last ten. Is that how many? Like, something and they're like always that. yeah, they're always in the conversation, and we understand what we're talking about. They're such a powerhouse, and to go to Alabama and 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 shove it up their ass must be such a satisfying feeling, and. You know what would be cool about that too? You're not at home. So you're not dispersing. 
you're going, I, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't know what the visiting locker room is there is like that. I don't know if you have room for everybody to shower because like, you know, when you're the home team, you have 110 guys on the, on the, yeah. on the sidelines, but as a visitor, I would imagine, you know, 60, 70 guys. I don't know if they could all fit on one plane, but you're whooping it up all the way home. So and then you when have you like, get home, there's a welcoming party. There's going to be people like there, waiting there's the, for the you. sheriffs yeah. and the the, the 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 constables and all blah blah. You're you're getting you're getting a, a you're, you're a getting hero's the, welcome. Uh, you're getting a hero's welcome, taking you back to where the dorms are and everything else, and the party's going to keep going on. I. I tell you what, to win a game like that, and it's it's a, right across. It doesn't matter if it's um, uh, Texas beating Alabama or Montana beating Montana State or or USC beating UCLA. Uh, the 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 groove you get, I guess, is a bad word for it, but it doesn't much matter. But those college kids, man, when they win big games, it's a big deal. And then when you win big games, it's a bigger deal. I, I love it. Like I was like, I, I knew that USC was going to beat uh, uh, Stanford by 120 points. Like it was one of those deals. So I wasn't ex- excited about that game. I was watching the game and Deanne was actually saying, you're not cheering as loud as you were when, when USC scores. I said, well, they're going to win by 50. We're supposed to win this one. Right? They're going to win by 50. It's one of those things. So but- Texas won on the road in Bama as a dog. Yeah. And so like, I was, so, wa- so, three so, when, things, so when right? Texas was scoring, it was getting touched and plays were happening i was i was audibly cheering like i was actually cheering for the, for the texas longhorns of all things i i just i find it so fascinating college football the, the fandom and all of it all of it and i was cheering like like i said audibly for it it was it's such a and for those people in uh in texas that must have been like we got a chance, and then when they pull it off, I think it's it's so great because the college sports are just it's I, I can't even I can't put a thumb on it how why, but it's just so fantastic when it happens. That's great for the team, and you know I'm happy for them. Like because like I say, I'll always cheer against Alabama. Brings me to last year when Tennessee beat Alabama, but at home in Tennessee, I still have that uh, oh, yeah. saved on my DVR, the storming of the field and dragging the posts. And, and for whatever reason, I don't know what channel it was on. Like they kept going. <laughs> like it was like an hour. It was like someone just won the Stanley cup. So like, you know, you got to see all the interviews and the student crowd and all that orange and dragging down the posts and dragging the field goal posts down to the river and stuff like that. It was, it was awesome. It was, it was great. I loved seeing that. So, you know, as good as it was for the team, so the, the fan base better. was the fan base was a little bit raw because when the when they do it at home as a dog like Tennessee did last year, you know the fans and everything like so, I get it and and it's great it's great anytime anyone beats Alabama I'm gonna celebrate I'm gonna raise my hand I'll lift a glass and that's so, uh, and that's gotta be motivation in itself Dave is when like when motor like every year Nick Saban probably has the same speech, just words a little bit differently, but basically everybody wants to beat us. We're the best blah, blah, on and on it goes. Right. So that's gotta be when, 
when you win every game as Alabama, which they have been for, for how long, right? Georgia's are taking When was the last year they weren't in the top four, right? In the BCS playoffs. Yeah, they play every year. I, 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 every year. Like last They're, year was yeah, the first year, year they, they as I can, yeah, yeah. yeah. And like when, when, when they win every game, because they're getting the best of everybody. Yeah. Uh, so you, you got to commend. Yes, they they get the best players. It's easy to recruit as Nick Saban and everything else for Alabama because they, you, you, they, have, they have the most NFL players right now playing in the National Football League that went to Alabama and on, on and on. But it's got to be fulfilling for, for those guys when they win week in, week out, because they're getting the best effort from the teams that want to beat them. Correct. It's like, it's like playing the champ, right? Like um, whatever sport, pick your sport, like whoever won the Stanley cup or the, like back uh, in the eighties when Bowl. the Oilers, the Islanders. Right? Yeah. Yeah. You know, you're getting everybody's best shot. This is the best team. Like, and so when we got to be ready for them, like, and, and, and to be Alabama and be the best college, um, I, I almost said franchise, the college program. Their franchise. In the la- yeah, in the last 15 Their years. Franchise. Yeah, there's there's no doubt, right? You know, Clemson had a lick. Georgia is now there. Um, LSU had a lick. But, you know, it, it's been Alabama every fucking year for the last 15 years. And the disdain been, that, that, been that, in the that, mix. The disdain that quasi-college uh, fans have for – or, 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 or not since say quasi fringe football fans have for Alabama. Uh, it, it, it's, it's funny. Cause everybody just hates them because they hate them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Like they're, they're, they're almost on the fuck you list. You know? Yeah. Like, I, like, well, they are on my fuck you list. They've been on my fuck you list. Um, the only year they, they haven't been on the fuck you list is when they played Manti Teo's, uh, Irish, like I always hated the. Notre I Dame hate Irish. the Irish. Fuck the Irish. Because I remember you, you lent me a book. This is this got to be twenty years ago. I think I still have it actually. About the uh, the Golden Domers. <laughs> yeah. You remember that? Uh, yeah, like and and then with their whole little rituals of painting the helmets and stuff like that. Yeah. Was that the one they talk about? And like, yeah. go fuck yourself. You've Notre never Dame. been a, a a Notre Dame Fighting Irish fan. Cannot stand the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Coach Prime, they won again this weekend. Coach Prime is doing something. Like uh it's it's interesting to see what's gonna happen there because he's he's re- rewriting the book on college football with the NILs and uh trade portals. Like it's it's something different. I don't know if I agree with it. It's exciting, and I want to watch it. Uh, and, his, and his kid might be yeah. is now also a, a Heisman Trophy candidate, right? Mm, there's that, yeah. Well, and like, and I don't know, like, and I don't agree with oh, everything is. going on, but like, you know, to to have a team that won one game last year, the, um, from the the podcast I listened to today, there's one starter from last year on the team. Yeah. Sorry. One started that's the start of this year. Yeah, it's 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 actually astonishing. We'll see how they do with it. I think three weeks from now they got the uh, USC Trojans up against them uh, in in Boulder, I believe it is. So and I don't think you can replicate this either, right? Like you need you need a personality like excuse me, like Prime, and you need kids willing to follow. Like not anyone can do this. 
This is a this is a really unique situation with the new NIL rules, NIL rules, yeah. and and the new transfer portal rules. I don't know if you can replicate it, but it's it's exciting to watch, and you know, for whatever reason, well, because it brings like, what, what what I like about it, Dave. It brings like you you're a quasi watcher, right? Like of college football, you like you you watch when if you have time, I follow you watch. the storylines. Yeah, full storylines. Yeah. yeah, it brings more people, especially in Canada here that don't normally watch it but 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 Deion, everybody knows Deion Sanders everybody like my, my age yeah. everybody right so i love it that like i can like out of nowhere like, uh, the ball field on uh, on the weekend um baseball dorks were talking to me about college football cuz they, they know we i do this thing we do this on a weekly basis and so they're like hey, this guy, what the hell's going on there so i can give my not expert opinion by any means not not expert but my like Two bits. Thought by my two bits. bits on it, and we yeah. talk about it like it's fucking because they because they they send kids down to states for college college baseball and things. So it's it's a great conversation to have and how the NIL works and how the transfer portal works and and they they they're like, well, Jesus, that, that guy's like making a lot of money for a lot of kids. No, it's for it's sure. Really, it's really really well, neat. Well, and then the, like I, I just I hope it doesn't. I okay. I I just hope that it doesn't get too successful well it's just like does that make sense it's just with bated breath right because uh prime guys signed a five-year deal but coaches aren't bound to it like you know what happens after like if he goes 10 and 2 and goes to the rose bowl he's is he gone next year i don't know is he gonna see this through where's his kid coach prime's the next head coach of alabama yeah or or do you just no i i i bet uh he wants to coach uh, Florida State, is my guess, because that's his alma mater. Um, but Florida State's yeah, uh, that would make more sense. Yeah, and that's a good program this year too. So he might, he might. Is just Bobby Bowden still there? No, fuck, he's dead. <laughs> he's been dead for fifteen years. I think. <laughs> Bobby Bowden and uh, Nick Spurrier and uh, Jimmy Johnson. It's funny, it's funny how you think of the, these old college programs. You you watch these things on on Saturday mornings and everything else. And you think of uh, even Notre Dame. Lou Holtz wasn't there for; he's been gone for thirty years from there. And it's just. But it, he was the last coach to win a national championship with Notre Dame, right? Yeah, Manti Te almost got one, but Notre but Alabama stomped oh, on. When we no. say almost, they played a shit schedule, and they were undefeated and 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 got to get beat up bad by alabama and i I just wanted like i still got my uh usc trojans going 10 and 2 this year they're going to lose to utah and they're going to lose to oregon i I guarantee it that's how it's going to all pan out they'll go they'll go 10 and 2 but well maybe you and i got to get together for the bus because you know just i don't care about the buffaloes i've never cared about the buffaloes but you know i i do like colorado that might be a fun game to watch because you know you got you got some high tempo offenses you got the the reigning uh heisman trophy candidate there with uh kevin williams and everything else no it's uh there's there's gonna be like that over under honestly has to be around like 75 to 80 106 106 and i might take the over yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, there's three, three weeks from that one happening. Anyways, no. Uh, yeah, winning like just like you, you think of those kids and like ten years from now, the, the kids from Texas, they they might be working, uh, playing the NFL. Some some will be selling insurance. Some some will be real estate guys. Some will be fucking digging potholes. Whatever it might be. Uh, but that's 
that's the great thing about college sports is that that game on Saturday night in Tuscaloosa will never be taken away from those Texas Longhorns. I don't know what it's like to feel. I don't know what it's like to to play a sport in front of eighty thousand people. I don't know what it's like to win a game on the road in front of 80,000 people that want to see me lose. Right. Like just, just those feelings. Like, yeah, like I, I can't, I couldn't imagine what that feels like because I've had some pretty cool sport moments in my uh, amateur career. And I, and I can remember a couple of them really clearly, but there was, yeah, there was maybe 200 of that, that, that saw that (laughs) sometimes there was 10, but like they're, they're still in my brain. And it, it was, it's, it's, it's cool to, uh, it's cool to think about that memory that those kids are going to carry for in the rest of the life. No, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports, talking a whole lot more. This thing was brought to you by Caldera Lab and CalderaLab.com. Your phone code 1420LAB at CalderaLab.com for the best in men's skincare on the market today to get rid of those fine lines and uh, wrinkles from uh, all over your, all over your grill. As the uh, summer winds down, Dave, it's, it's winding down. It was it was beautiful today. It was twenty eight. The but temperature could have like yesterday was about twenty four, which is about seventy eight, seventy nine degrees. Yeah, it was it got a little warm today, but I'm not going to bitch. It's, if that, we're if, halfway if through te- September, Deanna and I were talking about this yesterday. The goal is to live somewhere where it's that temperature all year long, not too Big hot. Mister. Not too cold, no rain, just good. Twenty-five with a breeze. Oh, the Bama breeze, but I'm not living in Alabama. Oh, Fuck Alabama. There you go. Fuck tide. So that's three. So we have three now. Well, you know, I'll put that. That's on. They've been there I'll forever, put, though. That's fuck tide, bro. It, it's been it's been fuck tide. Yeah, like we 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 both have always been like fuck tide. Yeah, I've never been a big fan. Yeah, never ever. Yeah. Fight on Trojans. They're gonna Why go. Uh, they're not very good. There, you're, you're, yeah, your your Trojans are gonna run up against a good team once sooner or later. Hey, congratulations, Aaron! Uh, your your uh, your uh, Nittany Lions beat the holy shit out of the Blue Hens. Good for you. <laughs> good, good for you. Yeah, he was pop up with <laughs> them being two and zero. Oh. <laughs> Anyways. Beat the blue hens. There you you go. gotta take care of them. Gotta take care of business. Gotta you can only play who's in front of you. <laughs> oh, I got the 1420 Sports Bar podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. Dave, uh, the money is flying around the NFL. We talked earlier on on tonight's show about uh about quarterbacks are getting paid way too much and not delivering, not doing so good. Joey Burrow and on and on. Uh I want to start this new thing. Like, so, sorry to uh, surprise you on this, but uh, we'll do it for the next 16 weeks this season. But uh, if you can find a guy who should probably give his game check back, uh, let me know who you think that might be because there's a lot of guys who had some bad weeks who got paid a lot of money this week. <laughs> there's always guys that make way too much money not earning the paycheck. Um, it, 
you said Joe Burrow immediately because that's that's it. I I was uh, when you told me we were going to be talking about this one minute ago. I went and looked <laughs> up the stat line. Joe Burrow, where's it? Like a for box? Oh, sorry, I just had it. He had a terrible fucking day for being the highest paid player in the NA, in, in the NFL ever. Um, ever like it was terrible, terrible. Come on. Find it. Joe Burrow. I think he had 84 fucking yards. 82. 14 for 31 for 82 yards. But you know, this, this, this contract he just signed that doesn't come into effect until next year. So I'm going to give him that. I don't know. Do you know who should give his game check back? more than any other player, a man by the name of Kadarius Tony. He had a rough go over on Thursday night last week. Yeah. He got paid to make the Detroit lions win that game. The only reason why I know that guy's name, because how bad he was. <laughs> Otherwise I wouldn't know who he was. That's the only reason Detroit won. Detroit should, should like sign his game check. I don't know how much he's making. I have zero idea, but I can do, you can pay me. You can take a zero off the paycheck. I'll go out there and I'm not going to lose the game from the home team. Yeah. Cause I'm just, never going to be open. Right. So. <laughs> like at, at what point? Like, and they kept throwing the ball to me. He kept dropping it. And, and it was like, what the hell? And you're like, Jesus, man, you're not, he, he kept missing and dropping and tipping and everything else. Like that, the Chiefs lost that game because of him. I'll never understand, right? Like it's like it's like a when you keep fucking dropping balls. Why do you have? Why are you making five million dollars a year to run routes? Like you know, I can drop balls. I can do anything. Pay me a hundred grand. I'll do my fucking Steve Largent shit out there. And you know, and and then like I'll Largent try and was good. He was mid. He was so mid. He was a good route runner. Like he was not that good. I didn't say great. I, th- I said he was good. I, I never said great either. Like I just said he was not that good. He was just average at best at the I mean also, he was like, no oh, swerve and murder oh. Fernandez by by any means, but he was good. Well, not even close. It was just like I'll get open and we'll slow you up, we'll throw you something. And then all of a sudden, like, holy fuck, he's got passes in 50 games in a row. We gotta keep this going. And then the longest NFL completion record. Ah, fuck. That's a made up record. That is a total made up record. You can, you can complete a pass. You, honestly, you could like it. If, if, if I wasn't 53, if I started when I was 25 and, and dedicated myself to fitness, you can complete a pass to me eight year, every game for eight years. Because the NFL season, this, that's a good point, Dave. The NFL season was 16 games long forever until a year, two years ago, whatever it was. They only went to 17. If I played for five years in the NFL, and if I didn't catch a pass every game I played, which would be 80 passes, I consider myself a failure. Like, how do you not catch a pass every fucking game you play for five years? 
every fucking game you play. You know what? I'll slow a guy. Like I said, I'll slow a guy down. I'm not going to hurt the team. You know, I might take the odd holding penalty. I'll, 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 Do you I'll, realize I'll, what, what I just said? If I didn't catch a pass, my, my title is receiver. Every single game you play, you must catch one pass. Reason, I'm a receiver. Yes. So if I don't catch one every game, I probably don't have a, a, a contract. So why? I don't I, get like, you know, I don't get it. That's, man. that's, that, that's my little issue with the NFL is that there's just certain things that just don't really add up because Kadarius Tony should donate his check to whatever. The it, Boys it, and Girls Club of, of, uh, of uh, Lethbridge, Alberta. Yeah, he should be ashamed. He should be ashamed of himself. Like, how the fuck do you walk into the locker room after that? Like, not only do you not only do you gift wrap a touchdown for the the Detroit Lions uh, when it when uh, the best quarterback in the history of the NFL is throwing you a ball with two minutes to go and you're you're in field goal range and you decide to drop that too. Like you fucking piece of shit. Like, you know, like it's just, it's a plumber coming to my house and say, Hey, can I borrow your tools? <laughs> that's a very good point. Right. Like yeah, I, thought I, you, I thought you were here to do a job. Well, I am, but I'm not like, I'm busy. Yeah. I got other shit to do. Fuck. Like, do you want me to go talk to your neighbor, see if I could borrow his tools? Are you going to fuck something else up? It's like, right here, here, let me turn the water on. Of the thing I'm supposed to fix. So find where and the broken go to pipe your is. And, yeah. then leave, and then have water all over your carpet and your house everywhere. You got oh, a flood well, here. Yeah, you did this, motherfucker. Right? Well, we'll fucking sop it up. No. I'm, I'm here to fix shit. I'm not here to fucking clean shit. Game check. Kadarius Tony, donate your game check. To Leopards, Big Brothers, and Big Sisters. Or to anything. Anything aside from your fucking pocket, or to the 1420 podcast, whatever it might or be, or the 1420 sponsored to you by Kadarius Tony's <laughs> game check. Mine has to go, honestly. Like, I and I, I we talked about it earlier on, mine has to go to donate your game check to Joe Burrow. It has to. I just think that was a, a bad performance at a bad time to, to, to have a bad night. Uh, it's, it's not all his fault. They had a bad, a bad offensive line last season. It, it carried on to this year, but mine for me is Joe Burrow. You just signed that great big deal. Yes, that money isn't uh, kicked until next year, but to put up 82 yards in a divisional game, yes, it's raining. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Joey. Joey, I'm sorry it's raining, but you know what? You sucked yesterday. And so your game check has to come to either the 1420 Sports Bar podcast or to the Boys and Girls Club or the Big Brothers and Big Sisters of Leverage, Alberta. That that's awful to get 82 yards with that contract. Bad like like Blue Rodeo said, Dave, it's bad timing. That's all. <laughs> it is bad timing. And I love you, Joe Cool. But you know, you gotta show up on big game. Uh, Pressure's on it, now. That's not pressure. Like uh wait till the end. That's when he plays his best. I'm gonna give Joe Cool a pass. Um, I don't think he was as bad as Kadarius, and you know he got he got beat by the masseuse. Eh? He gave him the rub. You've just been tugged. 
That's what that should be Deshaun's tagline. We're, we're not. You you just got tugged. We 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 spent twenty six <laughs> weeks last year, I think, talking about Deshaun Watson. We're not doing it again this year, but yeah, it's fucking bananas. Hashtag. I'm gonna save that one. Like I'm gonna make a shirt and send it to. Uh, Fans to to shit no just a shit stained nation right like you've just been tugged and he wasn't that good either <laughs> it's rainy and shitty and whatever but. well they pounded him obviously like cleveland has a defense i don't know what happened there but like you know i'll i'll give joe burrow a pass because i i trust him and at uh in the second half of the year well, uh, we'll find out. So, uh, anybody, any money that goes to uh, anything that happens to the fourteen twenty podcast, to donate it to the the Boys and Girls Club or the Big Brother Big Sisters Leopards Alberta uh, for uh, the uh, donate your game check. That's a new segment we're trying here at fourteen twenty World Headquarters. Fourteen twenty Sports Bar Podcast. Four beers, first talk, and a whole lot more. Biggest waste of money ever. Who's the worst? What, okay, what's the worst contract ever? Uh, Jamarcus Russell. That was uh, he. Uh, I, I can't. I don't have his stats in front of me, but this was all Al Davis when he was still around. He was awful, and they threw so much money on this because of Al Davis. And they put rookie caps on uh, signing these uh, quarterbacks right out of right out of college because these fucking small dick owners couldn't help themselves by signing them to huge, huge contracts. Jamarcus Russell. Piece Mark of Messier with the Canucks. <laughs> Worst contract ever. But that was only for two years, and he too didn't have many. Big, yeah, but it was all. But he also actually came with a bit of a pedigree. Jamarcus Russell came with nothing, right? Yeah. Jamarcus Russell is is my is my favorite for the terrible and I hate the Raiders and that's what sucks again about the fucking Broncos losing yesterday Jesus Christ at home to the fucking shitty ass Raiders whatever yeah uh, the I'm Broncos are going to finish six and eleven there's room for improvement <laughs> <laughs> Fourteen twenty sports bar podcast. Four beers, four stock, and a whole lot more. Fourteen twenty sports bar podcast is happy to have teamed up with Rocket Sports just in time for the holiday season. With golf, baseball, softball, lacrosse, and soccer training accessories, Rocket Sports has all the home or gym training gear you will ever need. Each product is designed to stand up to the most rigorous practice elements. Promo code 1420ROCK at checkout and receive 10% off your purchase at Rocket Sports. Rocket Sports was founded by athletes for athletes, and all their products are engineered to the highest standards and come with our fair play guarantee and a lifetime warranty. Go to rocket.com and look for holiday gift ideas for the weekend warrior or the serious athlete in your life today. Once again, that's 1420RUKK. 10% off at checkout. When you purchase a rocket, come to win. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers, four stock, and a whole lot more. Dave, uh, but it's three months ago now. Jesus, great till the summer goes by. Uh, we, uh, I hope your stupid came around. I can't remember how it came about, what we were talking about, but it was quite a funny 
a funny uh, little segment that, that just, it wasn't even a segment, it was just the uh, the verbiage that came upon it about being, I hope you're stupid because. Wasn't it Tatis Jr.? Was that where it came I about? I think it was, uh, not even mentioned, I think it was Tatis Jr. Because if, if you weren't that stupid, you must be really stupid. But uh, yeah, it's just. And Dave, you and I are a little outspoken. We're getting a little up there in age, I guess. Now, you, 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 when someone gets uh, is stupid, you should. Uh, I I believe that, uh, and not to be rude, is content, uh, context, and delivery, right? That uh, and how you you tell someone that they're not being very bright. <laughs> um, and uh, but here in the fourteen twenty podcast, you know, it's it's a little different thing because uh, there are people who are stupid. Like there, there's no getting around that. And there, there's a kid by the name of George Kirby, pitcher for the uh, Seattle Mariners on Sat on Friday night. They were down in uh, Tampa Bay. They're battling for a, a wild card spot, and he he came after his. Uh, he got uh, knocked around in the seventh inning. He was at 90 pitches, and he said, "You know, I probably shouldn't have been in the game. I wish I wasn't out there." And on and went. And he was a very sound like an entitled little prick to me. And he said, I shouldn't have been on the field. I I, I thought I was done. And uh, you know, I'm gonna have a I'm gonna have a conversation with the, with the, with management tomorrow. Um I saw that headline, but thank you for not I don't have to read the article now, but I on, think that that boy is stupid. That's fucking stupid, man. You're here to do a job. You're and 90 your job, pitches in the seventh. You're winning 4-2. My boy, Jasper has thrown 97 pitches for Fox's sake, and he's 13 years old. Like, and, and he's a boy. He's a boy. Well, You're well, a man velocity, getting yeah. paid. Yeah, I, I, like, well, obviously there's a difference, but... You know, if you're swinging a hammer, like, you know, I'm not going to uh, expect my son to swing a hammer as long as I can. I'm not going to expect him to to mow lawns as long as I, whatever. I don't fucking mow lawns or swing hammers for a living. But you know what I'm saying. You know, yeah. I'm a man and I know how to work. When you're getting a paycheck to to do a job. To throw baseballs. That paycheck, yes. You In know? a playoff race. Ah, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I threw too much. Fucking suck for, it up, buttercup. And then where was say, it? Where was that conversation like, before he went out for the last inning then? I don't the, know. The coach never, or the manager, sorry, Scott Service never said, you're out. So you're still going in. Assume. Like, assume you're going in. And the and, and, and thing is, at this time of year, and Mariners have a, a playoff shot. They'll probably make a a wild card spot. Assume you're going in and want to go in. To say that to 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 the the public, yeah, I, I didn't really want to go out there, and I shouldn't I shouldn't have been out there. Well, maybe you know what? Maybe next year, you know what? Maybe we won't pay you. How, how's that sound? We talk about this all the time in hockey now. So like, so what we're saying from this kid's comments is that it's the same in baseball. I shouldn't have been out there. You know, I, I did what I had to do. I pitched my 92 inning, uh, 92 pitches. But where's the pride of getting the team on your back and finishing the game, giving the bullpen a break? And is, is there no pride in, in, in going home with a complete game anymore? Like, 
I get it. You don't get, you're not, most managers aren't going to let you have it. And I understand that. But, you know, the, the, the 76 pitch uh, complete game by Greg Maddox, like, you know, that's, that's, that's better. That's, I won't say better. That's like perfect game status in my my brain, right? You know, a 76 pitch, nine inning, one hit shutout. That's amazing. How can I do that? What do I have to do to do that? Oh, no, no, fuck. No, 92 pitches and I'm in the seventh inning. We're good. Fuck that. Your job ain't done. Your job's done when nine innings are done, when 27 outs are recorded. And every out that you record is one out that another one of your teammates doesn't have to record. This pisses me off the more I talk about it. Like the, the, the thing I, I've talked about a lot since we started this podcast a couple of years ago is that, or three years ago now, is that when we talk baseball, is that pitchers aren't winners anymore. They're, they're innings eaters. Or out, even, even more so, they're outs eaters. Like outs, outs, outs. Get, like we, we, it's 27. We need 27 outs. Right, and for this cocksucker to say this, when who knows what happened? Because like, I'm not the biggest Mariners fan, obviously. But for this kid to say, I, I thought I was done after 90 pitches in, in, in the sixth. Did did Scott Service come up and say to you, "We're done"? And for him to make the comment post game about giving up a home run, yeah, I, I should have been done. That's a bullshit comment, man. Like, what what faith do you have in this guy? Come come playoff time, come wild card time, everything else. Or down down the stretch where we're two like three weeks tomorrow, the season or three weeks today actually the season's over. It pisses me off to no to no end. Like he's making excuses for himself. Like and and like and that's not what happens in the team. It, like I thought <laughs> what you say at that juncture is like <laughs> I, I thought I had another inning in me and and I guess I didn't, and I'm sorry for the team. That's it. That's it. That's all you say. Don't sue had... your, your 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 coach. No, the franchise. Oh, that ain't my fault. Fuck, I was running on empty. I, I hope ja- he's just stupid. I Not. was ja- I was Jackson Browning it. Running on empty. <laughs> running on empty. <laughs> he was, and then but then just say I'm running on empty to the coach before you get out there, like you just fucking guy. Suck it up, Buttercup. Is that what you're gonna say in Game Six? Like, fuck. Well, you think back the two the two thousand the two thousand and three Yankees uh, Red Sox um, ALCS when I can't I can m- m- remember the name of the uh, uh, Red Sox manager. Great, no, Grady Little, Great Little, <laughs> fucking uh, Pedro Martinez thought he was done. And then Little put him all there. He goes, all right, I'll keep going. Right? He goes, right, you're better than anything else we have, Pedro. Then he got, all right, then, I'll keep and trying. Then, and then a Little got fired for that, right? Little got fired for it. But but Pedro, Hall of Famer, went out there and tried. October, yep. much more high leverage situation. On yep. and on and on, you, you want to talk about it. And then they put in uh, Wetland, not Wetland, but uh, uh, Knuckleballer. Uh, Tim Wakeland, Wakefield, and Boone hit the uh, home Wakefield, run. Wakefield, yeah, but like that's a much a much more high leverage. This kid was asked to pitch past ninety pitches on a Friday night in September in fucking Tampa. 
and we talked about that too. Like, uh, like is, is Seattle too hot too soon? Kind of looks that way right it looks now. Looks like that way right, right now. Yeah, and Houston's uh, really good. And Houston's really good, and and so we're going to see what happens between the Jays and Texas and Seattle. Right, two of those three are going to make it. Jays got stomped tonight by Texas 10 3. Oh, oh did they? Yeah, oh. 10 3 and turned it off. Yeah. And Texas been, is, has been struggling. But, well, well we're going to find out because Texas and Seattle have been struggling. Jays got a little hot lately. But to. They're playing bad teams. But to care of it, though, right? With, 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 uh, with, uh, just Kansas fucking City win. Yep. Just and, fucking and, win. And with, um, uh, Colorado, right? So you got to win games. Uh, yeah. There. Yeah, yeah, you have to didn't sweep them. Like these are the games you gotta win. Like take the gimmies, right? Don't take them lightly. Um, that would piss me off so much if I was a teammate of that guy. I don't know what uh, the bullpen situation is there imagine. in Seattle, but like to look at your guys, your teammates. Like, and this kid's a rookie. Is is he a call Second up year. or? Second year. Oh, so he's been with the team all year. Okay, yeah, there's going to be someone like maybe a pitching coach is just going to grab him by the shore and Curly says like, "The fuck, you're part of a team here, you little prick, you little self entitled fucking prick. How fucking dare you say that kind of shit? You're you're a professional athlete. You're going to get out there and you're going to give it your fucking all, and you don't make excuses. If you, you don't make excuses, yeah, right." That's garbage. I hope you're stupid. Like Pedro that Martinez did Teddy so Grady Little back in 2003. I'm not going back out there. And I'm Pedro Martinez. I'm Pedro Martinez. Three times at Yankee Stadium, Stadium in the ALCS, on and on and on. Grady, I don't fucking Who the got fuck it. are you, you little prick? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to give it my all. And, 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 you know, Pedro wanted to win. Like, there was no doubt he wanted to win. But when you don't got it, you don't got it. And then you got to trust a pro. You don't trust a fucking snot. Who's on the list now? Fuck. George Kirby. On the George list. Kirby. Fuck George Kirby. Fuck George Kirby. Fuck George Kirby. You know, I have a bit of a soft spot for the Seattle Mariners, but like, oh, I, I like the Mariners. George... I, love the, I love the ball field, but you know what? Fuck George Kirby. Fuck George Kirby. He made the list. Where is my list? I, I closed my binder because we were just going <laughs> to talk about this. So I got to get back to my bucket list. Where are you? There we go. Fuck very Casey. Awesome. We, get, we get two people make the uh, fuck you list on the uh, 1420 podcast, but here it is. Fuck KC, fuck the Bengals, fuck the Tide, and fuck, what's his name? Kirby. George Kirby. Kirby. Seattle starting pitcher. George Kirby made the, uh, uh-oh, uh-oh, the, uh, the Jets. J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 just won in overtime. You're shitting me. The best $100 million <laughs> that the uh, franchise ever spent. I can't believe it. I turned the game off. $100 million ever spent. Oh, fuck. Bills. Oh, there Bills. Go. They aren't that good. Anyways. Uh, that motherfucker knows how to throw a football. Dave, we have a, a friend of uh, of ours. We haven't seen him in a long time. Uh, coming to Leopard's Alberta. Try to get him on the show on uh, Thursday night at the Davis Ranch there. Uh, what do you have to say to Sudsy? 
Sudsy, can't wait to see you again. I don't think I've seen you since Luke and Rose's wedding, which had been in like 2002-ish, five-ish. No. Um, no. Yes, exactly. 2010, because Jasper was a baby. Um, yeah, so 2010. So I haven't seen that that fucker face to face in 13 years. Todd McKay, Sudsy. Todd like McKay. Sudsy, I like beer. Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna shake your hand and have a have a drink no, and hopefully, uh, and hopefully uh, get you on the show. Maybe we'll get him on the podcast here from the Davis Ranch on uh, Thursday night. But if we, if it's not, we'll figure something out on Thursday. When was uh no? That's not true. When was the 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 Flames Habs outdoor game in in uh, and McMahon, that was the last time I saw him. It was fucking cold that oh, day, brother. Fuck, man. It was like 2004. Oh, oh, so that was before 2010. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll look it up. But nonetheless, I'm looking forward to seeing Sudsy. I hope we uh, are able to uh, record with a, a bunch of our friends. I think we, if it works out, I think it's going to be fine. If it's not, we might be stupid. The uh, the good time boys might have a uh, a night on Thursday night. Might be one of those things where we taught tell each other how stupid we are because <laughs> like because that's what we've done for the better part of uh, thirty years of our lives. But so it should be fun. A night yeah. on Thursday, and then I got I'm going to uh, Montana on a boys trip uh, on on Friday. So uh, yeah, so the liver might do a little quiver. We'll see what happens. That's a that's a, like I got, a good time, man. Oh, I got some scar tissue on that thing. The liver's gonna do all right. Well, I uh, we'll talk about it after the show. But anyways, the okay. fourteen twenty sports fire podcast. Former sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other, but more importantly, take care of yourself in year round. Can you stick on the ice? Someone else, David. No swinging at high pitches, Jim. And very stupid. There we don't be stupid. There we go. And have a good night. We'll talk to you guys again on Thursday night.